Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. good i just got back from the gym mm-hmm. i waddled mm-hmm. i needed someone to physically carry me mm-hmm. and there was no one to do it and i it was hard so fucked up i know i feel like there should just always be someone on standby ready to hoist me up there is an elevator at the gym that's not good enough i needed someone mm. to pick me up bring me to my car preferably drive my car yeah and then pick like i don't want my feet to touch the ground well you let me know next time you go to the gym okay and i'll okay step up thank you perform my duties as your boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) you're honestly the best boyfriend i'm well aware girlfriends always are (laughs) that's funny i did drink an entire celsius though so i apologize in advance for there's a lot of deep breaths happening. Yeah, because I like my I, <laughs> I am experiencing a lot of energy inside of me. Okay. And I think the problem is I didn't drink the Celsius before the workout. I drank it during the workout. So it's all kind of hitting me now. Which I know better. Yeah. That's so. like a 30 minutes before you go, you start sipping it. Yeah. Drink like 75% mm-hmm. before 25% For during. Sure. And I feel like I I haven't drank any water today. That's the other problem. Oh, good. Which is weird because I'm normally like attached to my Stanley? water bottle like a pacifier. Have you eaten? Um, I had a smoothie for breakfast and that was at like... My legs are like literally shaking right now. That was like probably 1030. So yeah, you could say I'm hungry and thirsty. Okay. (laughs) So probably slamming a Celsius on an empty stomach. Not the best move. Yeah, you could say that. Okay. Wouldn't recommend. No. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Okay, cool. (laughs) Glad we settled that. Same. Yeah. How was your week? My week was good. This week felt very long. Yeah. Actually, I would agree with you. It did feel very long, but not in like a bad way, just a long way. Oh, mine's Mm -hmm. more so in a bad way. Okay. I mean, I mean, not bad. I just really didn't enjoy it. It was like far too many hours for me to be conscious and thinking (laughs) and like have thoughts and feelings and things. Um... I think just the whole, like, gear up before the holidays. Yeah. Like, Thanksgiving is literally next week. Oh, my God. Is it? Yeah, bitch. It's on Thursday next week. Can you please not refer to me as a bitch? Mm, No. Okay. I will keep doing it. Okay. (laughs) What are your Thanksgiving plans? Actually, no, I don't want to (laughs) know. Okay. I have some news to share. How was your week? <laughs> My week was... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is really difficult for me. Oh, my I have God. so much energy. <laughs> okay. Um, my week was very hectic. Uh-huh. All over the place. So, if you're a loyal listener or just deeply obsessed with me you will know that I'm allergic to cats I'm also afraid of cats and this week I faced my fear head on and I cat sat for Chelsea Mm -hmm. while she was gone she did now 
Charlie's cat, Poppy. She is the best cat that I've ever met. She's very cute, which I normally don't say about cats. Mm -hmm. And she seems quite mellow. Mm -hmm. So when I was there with her, she had a lot more energy than normal, which I was not expecting and kind of freaked me out. And I, the, the night that I did spend the night there, I woke up to her clawing at the door and like scream meowing. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the kind of condition I want to live in. You no. Know. And I couldn't let her in the bedroom, obviously. And when I woke up, I had hives all over my face and neck. Mm. So. I hate that for you. Yeah. Um, in other news, I got lunch with a friend mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. and she said her boyfriend is a big babble head. Oh my God, love that. I was also talking to someone and we were trying to come up with what our fan base should be called. Yeah. What do you think? Babblehead's kind of fun. Yeah, I thought so too. I kind of like riot head. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> um, rioters. Mm. I feel like that's aggressive. I feel like you woke up today and just decided that you hate me. What? <laughs> I don't hate you. I could never. Okay. Um, he also loved our anti-men episode. Oh, who didn't? Well, <laughs> I can think of a few who people. honestly listened to it and hated it? I don't know if anyone hated it. I just think exactly. a lot of people didn't get it or disagreed because they're close-minded yeah different strokes for different folks if you want to be a misogynistic asshole like that's your choice that's your truth to live the rest of us just choose not to yeah i also did not see a poll and i scraped the shit out of my car Mm, that's right yeah. Did you get a quote for it? No, I haven't done a single thing about it because I'm scared. I mean, it still drives. Like, you don't have oh, to for fix sure. it. Like, it's fine. It's just unsightly. Yeah, and it is a lease. Yeah. I also got my hair done. You've had a big week, babe. There's a lot going on, and I'm just getting started. No, wow. It's almost over. Uh, yeah, I went blonder. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. And I did message my stylist and was like, hey, love what you did, but don't love it for me. Could we warm this up? A skosh. A skosh. And she has not responded. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I might have to live like this. I feel like if you just don't <clears throat> use any purple shampoo. Well, I. she said don't use purple shampoo for like eight weeks. And I was like, don't worry. <laughs> Won't be. Have yeah. you showered yet? No. Well, yes, but not my hair. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Um, well, maybe wait until you wash your hair and see what you're working with after. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty much the same, but I'll give it another go. I love it for the record. Chelsea and I are big fans. Thanks. I looked at apartments this week, so there's just a lot, a lot moving and grooving, and I, I'm excited. I feel... I feel like happy and excited for the future. Good. So. Good. Yeah. So this week, mm-hmm. I put out a hump day, which we haven't done in a few weeks. So I know. That's kind of fun. Yeah. The hump day topic is dating behavior. So kind of bringing it back to the start, really. Mm-hmm. Because... One of our first episodes was dating etiquette. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the content that people are here for, mostly. Yeah, I think people do love hearing your dating stories, though. Yeah. Well, I might have a new one for you guys next week. So true. Wow, that's strong. I know. my neighbors downstairs every day jesus christ i feel like i haven't you haven't witnessed it before it's very strong i feel like i'm getting high i even have i usually have that window open 
Oh like my in my God. living room, I don't it's like closed, this. but it's a, my bedroom window's open. I hate the smell of weed. It'll pass in about five minutes, maybe. I fucking hope so. I could light a candle. Well, that's not necessary. Okay. All right. Should we just go on into the hump day? Yeah. Let's get right into it. Right, mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever ghosted someone? <laughs> no. Could you imagine if I did it all? No. We should do a full podcast just singing. No. Oh, man. Have you ever ghosted someone and then came back around? 47% said sure have. Foul. 53% Multi. said no way. I've never ghosted and came back around, but I've definitely like turned people down and come back around. I've like ended things and then been like, actually, <laughs> well, second thought. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I've, I've never ghosted someone. I don't think I have either, actually. Because I'm a nice person. I just wonder, like, why ghost if you're gonna come back around? Yeah. Like what? And don't come back around if you ghosted. That's very odd. Have you ever been ghosted and a while later the ghost hits you up again? 88% said yes. Spooky. 12% said no. They know not to show face around me. Mm. 88. That's crazy. That's way too many people ghosting, number one. For sure. Number two, if you ghosted out, that means you weren't interested. So why are you going to come back and waste their time again? Because people are needy and they want validation. So selfish. Oh, for sure. Have you ever been ghosted and a while later the ghost hits you up again? Would you give them another chance? 36% said, if I really liked them, I would. Eh. Well, I think. Okay, 24% said perhaps after much grafting, which I think that is a lot more acceptable than yeah, if I, if I really liked them, I would give them another chance. I think the context could matter. The I context think, is ghosting. I know, but let's say you've gone on like maybe a date or two. You guys are really vibing. The connection's super strong. They tick all of your boxes. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, they ghost and then come back like maybe a month later and are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had like a family emergency, blah, blah, blah. Like something big happened in their lifetime. I don't think that that person should have to graft for you back. They should obviously like apologize and then be consistent from then on out. And it's your choice whether or not you take them back. But I think. Interesting. I disagree with that completely. Really? Yeah. Because even if it, if you're really vibing with someone, and like enjoying someone and you've had a couple dates together you don't just ghost like that's so fucking rude first of all and like I understand if you have something going on but if you truly care and respect someone you're gonna tell them you're not just gonna leave them hanging like I just think that's so disrespectful and it's not hard to send a text it's really not like no matter what you're going through do you know what I mean and like yeah no I it's not hard but I could see some circumstances where maybe it's like embarrassing or it's like too heavy for somebody that you've just met that you like don't feel comfortable divulging a whole bunch of information to you don't even have to divulge a bunch of information you could just be like hey I really like you, but there's some like shit going on in my life right now. And I just like, I need to take a step back from this. And like, I hope we can reconnect later down the road. Like, it's so simple. You don't like, don't ghost. I'm sorry. I'm just very, very, very anti-ghost. Yeah. No, no, no. I appreciate your Thank you. behind it. Um, 40% said no, stay dead. So I'm obviously in that. Those are your people. Yeah. Uh, also like if you do come back around, you better put your goddamn grafting boots on and get to work. Cause a sorry, it's not going to do it for me. Um, 
Would you lose respect for someone who took you back or gave you another chance after having ghosted them already? 63% said no, I would be grateful. And 37% said yeah, probably a little bit. I think no matter what, like deep down, most likely subconsciously, people are going to lose a little bit of respect for you if you allow them to like walk all over you, which in, in my opinion, having someone ghost you and then allowing them back in like that, no. Yeah. Do you disagree? I, I don't know. I think people that like really, really, really need validation from external people and allow people to walk all over them mm-hmm. don't necessarily lose respect for other people. They lose respect for themselves or, or at least like probably should. Yeah, but this is saying... Yeah, so I don't necessarily 100% agree with that. I don't think that you people automatically would lose respect for the other person if... If they took them back after ghosting them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a hard time figuring out if you're an option or a priority? This is shocking. Really? Yeah. 51% said yes. Dating is so confusing. I'm not shocked by that. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's... I expected it to be a little higher, honestly. Oh, interesting. 49% said no. I think it's pretty straightforward. I do love that it's like basically Mm 50-50. Have you ever led someone to believe they're more important to you than they actually are? 34% said guilty. My bad. 45% said er, maybe, but not really on purpose. To which I say, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? 21% said no. I'm very honest. I'm doing some quick math here. So (laughs) 79% Mm -hmm. of people have led someone on. Yeah. Which, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, I definitely have. I probably have too. I can't think of a time recently though. Because I'm just, I've evolved. Yeah, you're just so much better than that now. Yeah. How many chances do you give someone to treat you right before letting them go? Only 3% said none, come correct or not at all. Damn. 46% said I'll give one extra chance. 51% said probably way too many. I fall on the probably way too many. I mean, yeah, like historically I do too. Yeah. But I'm like in this period now of my life where I'm just so sickened by the behavior that I've allowed Mm -hmm. into my life and allowed people to treat me with Mm -hmm. like I've I've had it I'm closing that door that behavior is disgusting to me and I'm no longer accepting it okay queen yes pop off thank you I'm just Um, way too much of an empath ew (laughs) literally (laughs) ew (laughs) so that kind of leads to the next question which is do you respect yourself when dating 68 percent said most of the time so not all of the time (laughs) 11 percent said honestly not really and 22 percent said 100 percent so 11 percent like that's pretty low so that's good yeah and i think we're all guilty of not always respecting ourselves when dating yeah for sure yeah because you just get i mean i don't know how you feel about it but I think you just get so excited about a person mm-hmm. that you let things slide that are hurting you because you you want it to work out. Yeah, and I mean, I haven't like dated like quite literally ever. Like I've had relationships <laughs> mm-hmm. and I've been really guilty of like I'm a very loyal person. If I invite you into my life, like I will do whatever it takes to maintain that. Mm -hmm. And I really like wholeheartedly want everyone to like be treated kindly that I can. And so I always assume that everybody else treats me with that same respect. Mm -hmm. And then when it doesn't happen, I almost feel like I have to like double down on like giving them more. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing enough. Otherwise, like clearly they would be obsessed with me. Right. So like, let me do some more. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. 
they need more from me right now so let me continue to do more and then I in the past have just haven't gotten anything back right I think that's a really big problem that women have yeah too just like giving and giving and giving and giving more because they think that's gonna make their man reciprocate right when really it's telling that man that you don't have to do a single thing and in fact i'll work harder for you yeah which is insane right so i think we should stop doing that yes that is definitely something i am going to work very hard on being better at like not only not doing it but communicating like my needs i'm so bad at asking for help and telling people how they can help me because i just don't want to like depend on anyone mm-hmm. and but that almost makes me resent people yeah at the same time because yeah, i'm like totally. you're not fucking doing anything but they're like right. you aren't asking me to do anything so like what do you want from me yeah it's a tricky game because like you don't want to have to ask you want someone to be like to realize that you need help without you having to ask for right. it yeah which yeah doesn't that's not always easy to do but i think i'm like a bad person to have that with because i just do everything mm-hmm. like there's not a need like you can't ever like really see a need and fill a need with me like i have to ask right otherwise you're not going to show that you need help yeah or yeah. be i mean you could always come over and take out my recycle and my trash babe i would love nothing more <laughs> and hopefully i can see the rat again no <laughs> he's not invited back I left Lauren's apartment two weeks ago. Well, okay. A little bit of context. Okay. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. I hate, loathe entirely taking out the trash and recycle Mm -hmm. for a multitude of different reasons. Mm -hmm. But one of them, as of the past couple months, has been a very large, (laughs) small cat-sized rat Mm -hmm. that lives in the dumpster that I frequent i feel like it's the closest (laughs) one there is another option for me that i have Uh started using instead Uh um because every time i would take out the trash this little fucker Mm. would either be like on top of the bags and i would like see his little rat tail go down in between them or he would just like straight up stand there and like show me his dick and balls and be like (laughs) this is my world bitch what are you doing here and i like really have to mentally prepare myself every time I take out the trash to see him wow and that unfortunately Eleanor was exiting well so you told me about I never knew about this rat yeah I mean I keep him a secret and so she was telling me about it like a week ago or two weeks ago and I was like oh like that fucking sucks like hate that for you not my problem (laughs) (laughs) I'm walking out of her apartment and I hear, I can't even describe it to you, the sound that this thing made. It was very, it, it was like right around Halloween and it was very spooky. And I thought like maybe it was like a Halloween decoration situation, mm-hmm. making spooky noises and fucking huge rat just comes out of nowhere, scurries across my feet. I mean, I'm wearing shoes, but across my shoes. Yeah. And into the bushes over yonder. I was like paralyzed. I'm so sorry. It was so scary. But I lived to tell the tale. And you came back. You faced your fears. I did. And it's dark out now at like 3 p.m. for months. (sighs) So it's just like it's never safe. No. Because I leave (laughs) in the morning for work. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. dark. I come home from work. Mm -hmm. It's dark. I'm constantly. You're just in a constant state of darkness. Well, and just a constant state of threaten from this rat. Threaten? <laughs> He's moving his boundary lines closer to my home. Yeah, that's really rude. This is my area. Also, you like, there's back. no trash over here. No. So I'm very offended that it walked yeah. literally across my person. Imagine if it had started, like, climbing no, up your stop, legs. No, stop, stop. No. <laughs> All right. Anywho... Are you on the dating apps or were you prior to your relationship? 92% said yep, 8% said absolutely not. Which 
I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's kind of the only way people date anymore. Yeah, I just, I'm not here for it. There needs to be something else. Can we like all collectively agree to start meeting people in person again? I would love, love, love to do that. I don't know. I think we kind of scared men into approaching us in person now. Well, I think that that could very easily be debated. There's like respectful ways to approach women. Yeah, but like almost every woman that I've talked to, they say like they think a man is creepy regardless if they like approach them. And it's like, I understand that, but like, I don't think that that's most men's intention to be creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, you got to suss it out. Each situation is different. Every man is for different. Sure. Like, for sure. But I think, down, babe. I think in general, men are less eager to, to want to approach a woman in public these days. And it's a lot easier to, just match with someone and then you know if you figure out that you like each other or you want to see if you like each other you meet up i wish that we could all as a society collectively agree to wear like colored wristbands mm-hmm. so like if every if we all went to a mariners game yeah and everyone with a purple wristband on was single and like open to being approached and talked to mm-hmm. or people with a yellow wristband are in a relationship Mm-hmm. But, like, happy to chat. <laughs> like, open to, like, friends. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, don't, like, not like a, I'm in a like, relationship. Like, I don't want to see your dick. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in a relationship, but, like. There's, like, a lot of bouncing going on on your side. I don't know what's going on, but it's shaking everything. My, I mean, I was bouncing my leg. Yeah, we're going to need to stop that. Okay. Thank you. I have ADHD. Okay. Ish so. No, you don't. Doch. I thought you only had ADD because I'm a bouncer. I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. I've said I know that you do have that. Oh, okay. I thought you said I thought you were trying to say me too. No. Anyway, I hate the dating apps. Yeah. Both my last relationships, I met them in real life. That's beautiful. Thank you. I've only met one person that I dated in real life from college. Wow. I know. It's magical. It wasn't. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what you want from dating? I.e., do you know what you're looking for or are you just going with the flow? 63% said, I know what I want, which I love. Mm -hmm. 29% said, going with the flow, which I totally get it. But I think if you're out here dating, I think you need to have some sort of idea of what it is that you're looking for and what it is that you you know can offer and are looking for from a partner well I I guess I interpreted that yeah maybe I didn't word it quite the way that I yeah thought about it in my head because I think you can know what you want but not really be ready to like have a long-term like relationship or commitment so you're just kind of like going with the flow you're seeing what's out there you're dating but you're not taking it super seriously right now but you still at the end of the day know like what your end goal is Right. So you know yeah. what you're looking for. You're just not necessarily looking for it right now. Like when yeah. you met Davis, you weren't, or Sleeping Big Boy, you weren't. <laughs> he has a name? Ew. You can beep it. Gross. When you met Sleeping Big Boy, mm-hmm. I don't think that you were specifically looking for anything. I feel like you were just kind of going with the flow and seeing what's out there. Well, yes, but I also knew and like, was open about what I was looking for at that time, which was nothing serious. I hate this question right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I didn't word it the way that I wanted to, yeah. actually. So I don't think that I got the feedback that I wanted. Um, I, but also, that's just the way that I'm, like, looking at it. Every, yeah. People. I think what I really wanted to know was less about do you know what you're looking for? And more so, do you know what it is that you want in a partner? Hmm. You know? Yeah, that's a very different question. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucked up. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. When making plans for a date, how often does that date actually happen? 
43% said almost always, 33% said about half of the time, and 23% said almost never. Oh. This is bleak. Awesome. You guys. I feel like that's your experience. For sure. I think I've had the worst luck with that in particular. Mm -hmm. Like people being super eager to take me on a date and then last minute. Yeah. I'm like, hello? We still doing this? Hello? Anyone there? Are you there? (laughs) (laughs) And like I... I'm, as I've mentioned before, I'm not going to ask them. Did I just say ask? You did, which is <laughs> concerning. Uh, um, Absolutely not. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when girls are like, are we still going now? Are we still going Right. I hate that. Fuck no. No. If he wanted to. He would. If you guys were still hanging out tonight. You would already know. 1,000 million percent. You should not be asking. No. No way. Clarifying that point. Yes. Big exclamation mark. Bullshit. And like this goes back to being in your feminine. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily your feminine, but just being confident in like who you are and what you have to offer and that the right person is going to treat you right, right off the bat. Because not every woman needs to be in their feminine. If you want to take more of an aggressive approach with dating, that's fine. Like if you make the plans, mm-hmm. if you're a female and you're dating men and you make the plans and that's what you like for you because it makes you feel better about the situation Mm -hmm. then by all means you should be the one like hey excited to see you later today but if you are a woman who's dating a man and you want them to take more charge you absolutely should not be the one yeah that's well put checking yeah you need to teach them the behavior that they need to exhibit for you Mm mm-hmm thank you you're welcome sometimes I say stuff and I'm like whoa who is she (laughs) you're so smart thank you do you sometimes excuse people's bad dating behaviors if so why 44 percent said yeah because i just want things to work out ew 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 i don't like it i mean i get it been there yeah but like chasing something is not how you want to start something off yeah uh four percent said no never 48% 48% said yeah because they understand their trauma which as empaths I think we fully <laughs> relate to. I I I feel like I'm going to have to get back to you on all this cuz I feel like once I date mm-hmm. I then will be able to like better come to you with this cuz I'm like thinking about it from two perspectives of like I'm actively dating, so I'm, like, seeing different people or I'm just meeting people for the first time and going on, like, one, two, three date, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you're in a relationship. Technically, you could still be dating. Like, you could still yeah. call that dating. Yeah. So, like, which stage is it? Right. And I think personally, when it comes to dating, like, one date, two date, three date, multiple dating people, mm-hmm. I will be very, like, no. Yeah. Very cut and dry. Very easily to be, like, no. Yeah. But once I'm dating somebody Mm -hmm. seriously and like in a relationship, I have a really, really hard time then like calling out bad behavior or like I I let bad behavior slide. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that sentiment. Like I definitely if I see a red flag. Well, as of now. Yeah, we're not. Sleeping Big Boy was a once in a lifetime opportunity (laughs) you had to seize that well yeah there's just a lot of it was for the content there was a lot of lessons to be learned also i was just fully not myself yeah during that time yeah um but normally and from here on out if i see too many red flags it's a no yeah like i'm not gonna even go there if you've gone on a date with somebody yeah and maybe before the date there was like a pink flag and during the date there was a red flag and then afterwards there's another red flag so now you're Mm -hmm. at like two red flags and a pink yeah would you like talk to them about it would you approach them and say like I'm I'm noticing this after one date yeah or would you just say like no I'm done no I'm done okay okay 
if you've gone on two dates, like what's your cutoff to where you mm. would approach this person and say, like, I've enjoyed getting to know you, but I'm noticing these things. Is that something like you're willing to work on or like here's just like some red flags that have raised in my head that like I want to communicate to you and like talk through? Yeah, I think after two dates, I would still be like, just cut it off. Like this isn't for me. I think maybe if there's been like intimacy, mm-hmm. because then it's like, I, I don't know, like it feels more real then, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... If we've been seeing each other and like if we have slept together and all of a sudden I see some red flags, I think I would be more inclined to say to bring it up Mm -hmm. and like have a conversation about it. And I think partially that's because like sunken cost syndrome, it's like you've already put quite some time into this person. You've already slept with them Mm -hmm. and you like want to make it count sort of. Okay. It also, I guess, depends on how they respond to the to me bringing it up mm-hmm. and like how they communicate back with me about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. whether or not I cut it off or not. And I think that's why I would be more apt to bring it up after a first date, mm-hmm. just to see like what their kind of communication style is when you raise well, like a concern. But but this is assuming that I haven't seen a red flag until right, I've already right, right. slept with them. Right. So I'm saying, though, if you went on a first date with somebody and mm-hmm. you saw maybe a red flag or two on the date. Yeah. And maybe going into it, you were not feeling like you were excited and you felt like you guys vibe. But there was a little bit of a pink flag, I guess, in the yeah. back of your head. Yeah. And you go on this date and there's another one or two red flags. Yeah, for sure. Cut off. But you're saying you would talk to them about it. I think I would say something. And for, maybe for like why, though? maybe they've never been called out on it and they don't know that it's a bad behavior. And Mm. so I think it's a good learning opportunity to be like... Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll still call them out on it, but I'm also going to cut them off. But you're not open to... You wouldn't be open to them trying to, like, show you that they could be better? I don't don't think so. Okay. I'm too... I'm too old. (laughs) I don't have time for that. I mean, I'm not, but, like, I just think there's so many people out there Mm -hmm. and I can find someone that's not going to have a red flag that quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I am obsessed with this next question. (laughs) I'm like excited to read it. Okay. This was for women. What do you want more to be a wife or to have a husband slash wife? Twenty-two percent said to be a wife. Seventy-eight percent said to have a husband or wife. <laughs> and I'm quickly just gonna switch over to what the men had to say. So same question to men: What do you want more, to be a husband or to have a wife or slash husband? Thirty-three percent said to be a husband. Sixty-seven percent said to have a wife or husband. It's no fucking wonder the divorce rate is so high. I mean, like, you literally, like, you can't make it up. No. (laughs) I was, like, watching these come in, and I was like, surely not. Like, come on, people. It's real rough out here, though, to just be somebody that wants an equal partner in life. To have to, like, wade through the shitstorm of men that just want a docile, like, homemaker yeah and don't want to be an active partner in a relationship Mm -hmm. yeah I I I wonder if people like really know what that says about them though you know probably not right like I don't I would hope that some of those people don't realize what they're (laughs) saying yeah and if they did would be horrified right so should we like spell it out for them go for it first of all huge green flag if you said you want to be a husband more than you want to have a wife so if you're somebody that answered on that like if you are a man who wants a wife you want that implies that you kind of just want like an accessory to your life you Mm -hmm. want something for yourself right 
Whereas if you answered that you want to be a husband or you want to be a partner Mm -hmm. implies that you have more intention going into that relationship of showing up for somebody and allowing them space and being a partner and creating a life right? versus having something compliment you. Mm -hmm. Or having some someone serve you right versus wanting to serve yeah and wanting to be a partner Mm -hmm. the men that just want a wife makes me feel like as a woman I'm just an accessory to your life right and I'm not actually my own individual person with my own career aspirations my own feelings Mm -hmm. my own goals my own ambitions my own hobbies my own thoughts feelings right like none of that matters right because I'm just your wife right it's a very passive yes way of yeah looking at it yeah um and I think it also implies that if if you said you want to be a husband more than you want to have a wife I think it implies that you're prepared to care for Mm -hmm. that person Mm -hmm. and prepared to take on life with that person and I mean just like the way that society treats a wife versus a husband like if you see a man that's married you're like oh what a good man like he's stepped up and like (sighs) is such a good guy and uh, like they're like admired for getting married where a woman is just expected to be married Mm -hmm. and women are like oh I gotta ask the old ball and chain like gotta ask my wife if that's okay yeah like they make it seem like a wife weighs you down right and controls you right whereas a husband lifts you up and supports you and right elevates your life right (laughs) lo sent me a funny tiktok the other day of i it must have been a conference for something and this woman the speaker um opened up a question to the crowd and the crowd was I'm assuming mostly women yeah mostly women yeah and she said something along the lines of like raise your hand if since you've left your house your husband has called or texted you for something Mm -hmm. and everyone started laughing and like a bunch of hands went up and then she asked for examples and some woman shouted out like oh he needed the wi-fi password he couldn't figure out how to get the so-and-so to work he asked me to order him a pizza like and it it rings true honestly like even my dad is clueless without my mom sometimes but it's like weaponized incompetence. It's not actually that these men truly don't know how to do those things. Right. Don't know where those things are in the grocery store. Don't know how to turn that on. Don't know where to find the Wi-Fi password. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would have never made it to the stage in their life. <laughs> yeah. But it's easier to ask somebody else to do that rather right. than doing it yourself. Right. So they're going to take the easy route because they know they can. Right. And that's just another example of women being better. <laughs> like... I don't have to ask anyone for anything. No. Well, <laughs> I should, but I don't have to. <sighs> okay. Yeah. That was, and of course, that wife ordered her husband pizza from a fucking conference. Unlike Unbelievable. Her one, oh, I was watching TikTok and it was like a, am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. And it was um, a husband who like called out his wife in front of their friends, basically was like the title of this thing and it was a husband who made who was the breadwinner his wife was a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. he got a large bonus from work and they sat down together and decided that he would use it all to go on a trip this man i know and like no 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 no, if she actually agreed to this like shame on you girl yeah but also shame on him for accepting this he went on a two-week long trip to like (gasps) hawaii or something by himself by himself leaves his wife and kids at home and comes back after this two-week long vacation and agrees to give his wife the afternoon off 
because she's been with the kids for two weeks by herself. And like his cousin or somebody is like, we're having a barbecue, would love for you to come over. And the wife's obviously like, I don't want to do that on my like night off. If you want to take the kids, that's 100% your choice. Yeah. I just don't want to do that. And he like begs her and talks her into going. So they go and she's sitting there talking and conversing and being pleasant with everybody. But Mm -hmm. it's still her afternoon off from being a mom and having the kids and again an afternoon after two weeks right and I guess the kids were unruly as kids are (laughs) so the husband was like struggling to keep them together I'm sure because he probably doesn't discipline or parent frequently so it was uncharted territories for him and he ends up yelling in front of everybody like like at the kids or at her at her to get off her ass and help him (gasps) with the kids for once in her life (gasps) Oh, hell no. Where is this man? Would burn everything to the ground. And he, she like gets up. Is like I don't believe in violence, but. And like wrangles the kids. And there's like whispers then from all the friends of like how bad of a mom she's being and like how selfish. And he doesn't defend her at all. So who's, who's asking, am I being the asshole? The husband. Is like, am I being the asshole yes. for calling it 100% yes? I mean, yes. <laughs> but just the whole story. That's wild. A two-week-long vacation, and you can't let your wife have an afternoon off? Also, the first major red flag, obviously, is that he's taking this money that he earned while his wife stays home with their kids as an agreement to the family structure. Right. And he doesn't think that she deserves some of that. I mean, I think it's so insane that as a person that has a partner and kids, you would even be okay with leaving for two weeks by yourself to go on a vacation. And that's the second red flag. I would quite literally never. Right. Like, take your wife and take your kids. If that means you guys are only going for a week because of money, then you're only going for a week. Or take your wife. Like, leave the kids with grandma and grandpa. Leave the kid. Like, if you have that luxury. Yeah, I don't know if they did. Right. But, like, or, like, with your friends, whatever. Like, take that husband-wife time to, like, reconnect and get back to each other. Mm-hmm. That's so incredibly hurtful. Like, so crazy. Um, And then... Yeah, for him. What do you even do by yourself on vacation for two weeks? He was probably fucking other people. Okay, well, that's where my mind goes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. Sorry again to derail, but no, I love it. Thanks for that. (laughs) You're so welcome. Do you feel? How do you feel though about twenty-two percent of women saying they want to be a wife? compared to to the men because like for me I feel like because being a wife like I I think women know that to be a wife has meant historically to serve your husband women are less inclined to choose that option versus wanting to have a husband or a wife because of societal relationship standards yeah I mean I think that there's always going to be women out there that like want that role like that's what feels good for them maybe that's how their mom raised them and it you know generationally Mm -hmm. that's just a big that's something that's very important to them is to be a good wife Mm -hmm. and if that's what you want then that's what you want like I'm not gonna yuck somebody else's yum I guess Whatever makes you, think, you happy. Do you think it's bad that so many women said they're more inclined to want to have a husband or a wife rather than being a wife? Say that again. Do you think? Do you think it's bad that seventy-eight percent of women said they'd rather have a husband 
No, I think that that's a wife. like an, I'm surprised it's even that. I would have okay. expected it to be higher. Okay. Like more like 95% and like maybe 5% want to be a wife. Okay. Yeah. Interessante. <laughs> How important is a potential date's or partner's zodiac sign? Zero percent said very important. Good. I was not expecting that. I don't think I've ever gotten zero percent. Yeah. On something. Um, 67% said I couldn't care less. And 33% said somewhat important. Hmm. I used to be very big stickler on this. Like I would, like if you had your Zodiac sign on your dating app, even if you checked all the boxes on paper, if I saw that you were like an Aries or like a sign that typically doesn't gel well with Scorpios, next, absolutely not. And I, I honestly still like, wow, kind of do it. <laughs> That's a tough show. Out of all the icks in the world, which ick is the ickiest ick when getting to know someone? Let's see what the crowd said. Someone who talks the talk but doesn't walk the walk. I hate that. I wrote that. <laughs> Love that. That's my... Ugh. That makes me want to like punch a hole in the wall. Yeah. Because what are you doing? Lying. You're putting on a show for what? Broadway. It's not good. No. It's getting poor reviews. From you. But other girls love that. Lie to me, daddy. (laughs) Don't fucking lie to me, daddy. No. Well, red flags on day one shouldn't be ignored. Like you did. Ha ha ha. (laughs) This person... Roasted. Is roasting me for sleeping bag boy. Well, that's... Oh my god, someone said the ickiest ick is not having an iPhone. <laughs> that is... <laughs> it, it... I hate to agree. Yeah, me too. It's not the biggest ick, but like, it's so fucking annoying texting someone with a green bubble. Yeah, and you can't FaceTime. You can't do right. like... You can't do voice messages, and I'm a voice note whore. You are. I just think it's, like, a weird hill to die on, too, to be like, I'm team Android. It's like... I mean, to be fair... Are they really that much better? To be fair, I think they are that much better. Really? Yeah. There's so many features that, like, a Google phone can do that iPhones cannot do, but I think in our society somehow apple has Mm -hmm. always been the pinnacle of communication like at least what can a google phone do that an iphone can't they take way better photos that their zoom radius is way better their editing software like built into the phone is way better okay i mean that's all that's all all you care about i know well i care about that because like that's part of my job right 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 but um but i will never switch the everyday joe right and also like everything my apple macbook my apple phone my apple airpods my apple watch Watch, my apple carplay like everything is like i need it to be apple yeah you know and like they obviously did that on purpose to trap us it's one or it's everything or nothing right I do wish that there were more options out there. I'd wish that Apple wasn't such a large, like, monopoly. Mm-hmm. Okay, other icks. If they're cheap. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. That's probably my second. One of our good friends. <laughs> I went on a date recently. They went to three places, which already... Already know. Wild. Marathon date. Yeah. If your first date is longer than two hours, you're screwed. Um, And the man paid for the first location mm-hmm. and just conveniently would be like, I have to go to the bathroom or something <laughs> when the bill would come for the second two. I, on, if you do that to me on a date, I'm leaving while like, you're in the bathroom. That's... I'm leaving. I mean, I do think that it like evened out. I think they ended up spending the same amount, which is at least nice that she didn't spend more than him. 
But. But he also, like, he also suggested that they split the bill on another date. Yes, on the second date. I mean, obviously, like, it's different when you're in a partnership. Like, things become Mm -hmm. more even because it's, like, your life together. But I think when, at least for me, when I'm being pursued, like, you got to be alpha. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really gross, but, like, I'm just, I'm baby, you know? I'm baby. I just feel like the men that subscribe to that are... Okay, well, I'm not... They don't own the word alpha. Feels like it. (laughs) I just mean, like... I I mean, I think people know what I mean. I think so, too. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully. You know what? If they don't, that's on them. (laughs) Bad manners. Mm. Totes. Ick. The way that someone eats... Yeah. That's a tough one for me. The most recent date I went on, the way this person ate, Mm-mm. I was like, what are you doing? How have you how have you gone your whole entire life eating like this? This is a problem. Mm-mm. I can't do it. Like a sloppy mouth. <laughs> and if you're like spelling things, <laughs> if you use your fingers to put your food on your fork... Yeah, that's that's what fork uh not forks. That's what knives are for. Literally, your Scoop other it. hand should not leave your lap. <laughs> well, you need your other hand for the knife. Sure. To grab a utensil, fine. But there's no reason your fingies need to be touching your food. Yeah. Someone said wrong political views. <laughs> I feel that one. <laughs> Not motiv- not motivated to further their career or passions. Wearing a felt hat. <laughs> so specific. Uh, when you say, tell me about yourself, and they just tell you their resume. This isn't LinkedIn. Okay. And then someone said, men. That's fair. All right. Last one. Thank God these ear headphones are making my ears hurt real bad today. Again. Okay. What are some important questions that should be asked by the first date? Let's see what you guys had to say. What do you want? Like in life, there are things that are incompatible no matter what. I 100% agree. I believe some of the like quote unquote hard questions should be asked before a first date and answered. Like, yeah. do you want kids? Yeah. Do you ever want to get married? Yeah. Are you happy? Like, what do you want to live here forever? Mm-hmm. Like, those are all really big things that you should know right. before getting attached to somebody. Right. Or even before, like, pursuing them at all. Yeah. Because yeah. if your values don't align, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Um, What are you date? Why you're dating what you're looking for? Yeah. Same sentiment. Um, And talking about finances. That's interesting. I don't know. That wouldn't, for me, be something that I would talk about right away, I think. Yeah, I don't think I would. Or, like, I mean, maybe I would eventually, obviously. Yeah. But that's not important to me. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not important to me, but I just think, like, everyone is kind of in different stages with their financial situation mm-hmm. and, like... If we were to become partners and, like, get married and stuff, I think that's when that conversation is, like, most important. Yeah. Um, What's one lesson you got out of your last relationship? I like that. That's a good one. The thing that I love about being 29 and dating, I think, like, versus being in my early 20s or, like, mid-20s, the people that I'm dating now have already had, like two to three significant relationships that shaped who they are and how they are in relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's really refreshing speaking to people that have an idea of like how, what they're good at in relationships and what they need to work on. 
and how I did just think of a couple icky icks. Okay. <laughs> um, being like really impatient. Oh yeah. That turns me off so quickly. If you're impatient about how long it's taking us to like get seated or order. Oh, totally. Oh, I, I would agree. Nothing grinds my gears more. And then if you're rude to like wait staff. For sure. Like throw the whole person out. <laughs> also, road rage. Oh, I can do it, but you can't. Yeah. No, it's totally fine when I do it, but. I don't feel like I ever really do it with people in the car. I'm way worse by myself, and I yeah. try not to do it with people in the car. Maybe I'll sometimes do it for the comedy of it all. Right. I, like, that's pretty much what it comes down to at the end of the day. We're all doing it for the comedy. Absolutely, for the laughs. Um, I won't name names, but someone that I dated from London. <laughs> um had the worst fucking road road rage and it was like impatience and anger wrapped up into one and like I felt physically unsafe being in a car with him sometimes yeah and I would have to tell him like I remember he was driving me to an interview one time and I was like I'm kind of nervous about this interview can you drive like calmly because I can't handle the added stress of yeah, gripping for my life in your vehicle. Yeah. It also just puts like you in such an awkward position too cuz you're like I know they're not mad at me but they're mad like next to me and I yeah. can feel all of this rage and anger so like now it's my fault that we're like driving here and that they're driving. Right. And like it's just awkward to like when you get out of the car and like this person's all worked up it's like for why? Literally big feelings Mm. yes (laughs) um and then the last response which is something that i put in uh what's your love language and is it compatible with mine i think that's something that's overlooked a lot and you can be compatible in a lot of ways but if the way that you show love does not align with how your potential partner receives love Mm -hmm. you'll never see eye to eye no because you'll feel like i'm showing you all this love and your partner will think you're not showing me any love yeah and it's like you gotta know you gotta know that to start not even know but also like accepting of Right. Well, it, and it has to be compatible. Like if yeah. If the way that I feel loved the most is through physical touch and my partner is not a touchy-feely person, yeah. that's going to hurt me. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel loved the way that I need to feel loved. Right. Um so if you're, you know, you just you have to you have to figure that out before yeah, too far in, you yeah. know. Definitely I think figure out your top love language and mm-hmm. your worst love language and if mm-hmm. you're talking to somebody and their love language is your worst right probably not gonna work out right but I think there is a difference and I think this gets misconstrued a lot there's a difference between your love language and how you show love but usually they're always the same I don't think so sometimes maybe like more often than not yeah. But like, for example, my love language, like the most important one to me is physical touch and words of affirmation. But the way that I show love is not most naturally um, words of affirmation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, though. Because I feel like... You're very encouraging. You're very supportive. You are always good with your words. You're a very good friend to like talk things out with. And while you might mm-hmm. not be giving me necessarily the same words of affirmation that you would like from a partner, mm-hmm. you are still like speaking kindly to me. Yeah. Mine, for example, is acts of service. Yeah. And I constantly do everything for everyone because that's Mm -hmm. how I want to feel love. So Mm -hmm. I, in my head, that's the best way that I can show love. 
Yeah. People who like receiving gifts are usually people that really enjoy giving gifts. Yeah. But I, I just don't think it always lines up. Yeah. For so, sure. yeah. But yeah, you're probably right. And I mean, like if we're being for reals for reals, I need all of them. What? <laughs> Shocker. That's crazy. I know. That's about all we have for you Aww. today. I know. I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, um, please leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening and follow us mm-hmm. download our episodes subscribe leave a little review on the episode i think you can do that on spotify yeah that would be fun tell us how much you love us and how pretty we are and how great our voices sound yeah we both have a praise kink so that would really work mm-hmm. for us i don't know if i do oh yikes okay <laughs> um <laughs> awkward all right guys we'll talk to you later bye bye, bye.